Hey everybody, welcome to another segment of Tony's show. Sorry I'm running really late today. I had an interesting day. I was doing an interview yesterday or day before with uh, in Israel. And a friend of mine, another uh, healer here in the city, saw it, gave me a call. And I haven't seen her in a while. She's been not feeling good. So I went down and had a visit. We had a good chat exchanging some concepts and observations we both have made and so my day has been behind on everything so it was a good visit and it was um it was a it was a good engaging conversation that we had on different things and uh, remedies and whatnot being exchanged um i got something in the email uh it's a song called define better and Someone sent me a concert from London, but that one doesn't have the words. So what I did tonight is I got the old one from the YouTube and I got the new one from London. I, they're both on there. I think I'm going to play the song because I think everyone that has been, how would you put it? Um, everyone's been violated by these injections and I'll explain why. Those of us who didn't take the injections were basically lambasted and ridiculed and put down, which is really not a big deal. Most of us are tough skin, tough skin and we just basically have an FRO, FRO attitude anyway. I, at least I do. And we had to endure and we still have to endure the fact that these people now who have taken these injections are either violating us by exposing us to whatever is hopping from person to person or worse the fact that a lot of the relatives and friends that we know are dying from these damn bioweapons they inserted into these people and it's a shame that this has happened that uh, throughout all of this you know there's no winner here None. You know, we have friends. We've been separated from family. I was talking to a friend of mine, and she and her husband are the only ones in their whole family that aren't injected. Everybody else has been the third jab, up, on to, up to the third jab. I really cannot understand this fear. I really can't get this, can't understand this fear. It's a fear that shouldn't even exist anybody had any kind of common sense or common rationale if you can't locate something or identify something how can you create an injection or a bioweapon for something you don't even know is out there if it's out there and they played this lie so well they played this deception so well that so many people fell for it and it, it's also addictive at the int intellect level of people today incapable of rationalizing and even analyzing what we're seeing on the television this just goes to show you that after 60 70 80 years of watching the effing television it has caused us to all have some kind of brain damage it affects us psychologically it affects us emotionally it affects us mentally in most people's cases it seems to have erased the brain cells in the brain and replaced it with stupidity so here we are today, every side suffering some kind of 
something. And I, I, we've all had family members that are not too bright. I know I do. <laughs> maybe I should just speak on my own. Maybe, maybe everybody else has got geniuses in their homes, but I don't. My mom didn't get the jab. Other family members did. I can say no more <laughs> without really being denigrating, especially after we had a conversation about the whole topic and then they went and got the effing thing anyway and then injected my nephew. That really annoyed me, to say the least. If you want to kill yourself, that's one thing. You want to jump off a fucking cliff, that's one thing, but do not take your kids with you. You know, anyway, like I said, I won't get into it because I'll get very Canadian about it. The, um, anyway, so like I said, we've all lost something, but this song, it really, um, it's a very hard hitting song. It's very inner city, but, and it's, but the message is universal. And I think, uh, in all honesty, I think everybody should hear it. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna play the old one uh, because that one has the words. And so, if you are uh, listening to this at all on any on any level, uh, okay, that's the new one. The new one. Okay, that's another one. I gotta find it now. <laughs> one of those things that seems to you know they disappear on you. <laughs> Okay, that's that one. What happened to the other one now? Holy jumping. Okay, I think I might have it here. Anyway, the, um, um, Ladies and gents, welcome oh, back. Wrong one. Okay, I found it. Alright, I'm going to play the old one. The old one has the words. If you've never heard the song or you've never read the words, you should read them. Because this is this is before the Corona COVID deception. We're all being hit with microwave technology. We're all being hit with radar wave technology. We're all being hit with ground wave technology. We're all being hit with 6G. And we don't realize how much of this shit we're being hit with. And your cell phones are hitting you with radiation. And all these other technical technical things that we're using are hitting us with all kinds or even your cars are emitting radiation. So the real weapon that we're dealing with is the, the quiet weapon, the one that they're not talking about. The real weapon that's killing us is frequencies. Activating these injections. I get still people sending me reports that are really outdated. You know that the and I and my in my humble opinion most of the doctors that we're hearing today on these talk shows, in my humble opinion, are full of shit. Every one of them. They're not giving you any details. Only one have I heard actually tell people the truth that you can't get this out. The rest of them, as far as I'm concerned, are shills, thieves, liars, and murderers. All of them. And when I hear some of these reports that are coming out, either they're really outdated reports I'm getting, or... If they're still propagating these deceptions, really, it's uh, it's all about. Okay, this is how I'm going to put it. It's going to sound cold, but it's the it's the reality. They know these people are going to die. 
They know they can't do a damn thing for them except sell them a line of bullshit. So what happens is these people will go in with the high hopes that some doctor is going to be able to take this crap out of them. And all they're going to wind up doing is spending their last penny or dollar to this practitioner of deception and then die in poverty. Maybe being stripped, genetically uh, dissected, whatever. They're the move to get money out of dead people is because that's what we're, we're looking at is unbelievable. And these doctors, these so-called doctors or physicians have absolutely no ethical, moral, or even spiritual character. As far as I'm concerned, they're nothing but you know the child of children of Belial or children of Moloch. That's that's how I see them. They anybody that would do this to somebody and knowing full well that these people are going to be dead and you're going to steal their, their hard-earned cash. They worked all... You'll say, well, they're not going to need it where they're going. That, that may be true, but they may have family members that didn't take the jab that maybe could use that cash. Like I said, no ethics, no moral, nothing. You know, when I see some of these talk shows, I can only take about 10 seconds of them. When I hear them ranting brat, and raving and ranting and raving about... This person, that person, this thing, that, blah, and then they bring on dumbass to talk about, yeah, you know, we found, and they still don't know what they're looking at. They still don't know what they're looking at, and you know what? You couldn't tell them if you wanted to. They will not hear it. Because if you actually showed them what they're looking at, now they'll be forced to be responsible to deal with you, what you're showing them, and they don't want that responsibility. Especially they're being paid by the FDA and the drug cartels and the WHO and the WF to look the other way. This is, this is total, total reset. We are heading to a reset like the First or Second World War. Where after the war people were brought down to a level of stupidity and de despondency and dependency on the government. Look at the First World War. Look at look at Metropolis, 1927, and then look at 1929 when the market crashed and the war, the First World War, when it started. After that war was done, the general population were dumb as a bag of rocks. And then they repeated it again during the Second World War uh, with Hitler, and Hitler got rid of the banks that caused the war in the first place. It was all being controlled, and Churchill provoked him into that war. Just like Macron is pr probably provoking uh, Putin into the, and, and the British are pro, uh, promote, uh, pro, um, provoking uh, Putin. This is all staged. This is the, if you look at history and you look at what went on in the First World War and the Second World War, you'll see this is the same shit going on right now with Russia and Ukraine. And you know damn well, if Russia really wanted to take the Ukraine out, it would have already been done. They're not going to go in there and screw around. They would have gone in there and just wiped them out. I mean, the, the Russia of yesteryear, whenever, wherever they went, they were they were dreaded. Not today. Today, this is just a song and pony. Now, I, I saw the other day, 10 million Russians are getting out of Russia because they don't want to be conscribed. <laughs> I don't get, you know, it's just like the Vietnam War. Same thing happened during the Vietnam War. A lot of Americans jumped to Canada and went elsewhere. 
They didn't want to be. They didn't want to be drafted to go fight a war. They knew there was a war. Vietnamese war wasn't. Vietnam war was not a war. That was a joke. That was to send men over to Vietnam and having them slaughtered. What, it was 58 million men went over there and died, and then what didn't die came back from to America and died from Agent Orange. Same thing will happen in Russia. No different. This is all staged. Look at look at this scenario. Look at World War Two. Look at World War One. It's the same crap being repeated over and over again. This is to consolidate the power on the planet to the billionaires, and then to turn everybody into a vegetable again. They forget. They'll forget everything, and they'll just continue to, you know, be the best slave they could possibly be. They'll work together as a team. So that the team can shine for their as a, for their taskmasters. Well, their taskmasters are making millions. They give them a crumb, maybe a slice of bread. Oh, you said such a good worker. Have a piece of bread, <laughs> maybe chocolate, <laughs> cake. Nothing's changed. Not an effing thing has changed. All we're doing is repeating a cycle over and over and over and over and over and over again. This bullshit's been going on since the garden. And I'm going to play this song because I want to find... There was a minister I heard tonight. Like I said, I don't really like listening to a lot of ministers. I think most of them are full of shit too. You know, uh, I was talking to somebody about... Uh, you know, she thinks that what I think that this is the mark of the beast that they're putting out on people and that the um, my thinking is when John John was blind put on the island of Patmos and we saw the beast what I think he was seeing was the symbol of the uh, of the WHO the chimera now if he was looking at a chimera back then he would not have known what that was or if he did know what it was, maybe that's how they referenced the chimera as a beast. Because a chimera was a two-headed animal. Well, one goat, one lion, the body of a reptile, the, the, the tail of a snake, and the paws of a bear. That's completely symbolic of genetics. And that's what he saw, the beast. And he saw that people were wearing the mark of the beast. Imagine that. Anyway, that's my opinion on it. Not everybody uh, will agree with it. That's fine. You know, I really, I don't care what you think. It's, I'm, I reflect more on what I think. Uh, I can discuss things with people, and if they have something valid, and, I could, and that I'm more than willing to change my mind if there's some validity to it. But so far, everything I'm seeing is indicating that that's what it's been. That's what it's going. That's what it is, and it's going to get worse. It's going to get worse. Anyway, let me get to the. Let me get to the music. Hold on. Here we go. They say he's better. I look him in the eyes, I see a glassy look. He's not really there, it's a life they took. He no longer cries, no longer sings. Hardly ever laughs, don't do much of anything. But he's much more quiet, he's not in the hair. Also much less alive, but they don't really care. Less in the way is what they really want. They claim they got the cure, but this lies they flaunt. He used to be alive, now he's closer to dead. But 
they say he's better, he don't fight if his head. I tell it like it is, but they don't wanna hear it. Just stuff him full of drugs like they done for years. Speak out against the label and the drug and now and the ones being played, screaming how about the people they claim this improved to the letter. Just look them in the eyes and say the fine better. are pretty powerful it's, it's pretty hardcore 
But the words really are very relevant to today's time because, you know, no test, <laughs> nothing. The whole thing was a lie and a scam. And we don't really need to anymore really find evidence and proof because we all know it's bullshit. The unfortunate reality is now the, the victims of the aftermath of this are those who've taken the jab and are dying or being crippled and those who didn't take the jab who now are exposed to a time bomb that, that once they come in contact with somebody who's been vaccinated can now pass on from one person to another. And you may hear some goofy effing doctor denied this. These are not doctors. These are dumbasses. They have no idea of anything. They're, they're educated fools. They don't understand how this weapon works. They don't understand how this is not an injection or a vaccine, but an injection designed to enter and access the DNA, the genetic code, and the chromosomes, and to alter, alter them irreversibly. They have no clue of nanotechnology, how nano can go inside and construct different networks within the system, allowing this type of genetic code to take over the body. Have no idea. They are at least 30 years behind a lot of them. And there are some of them will never accept this. Because it, it how would you put it, it diminishes their, their, their certification. Now they're oafs, you know, goofy, ignorant, stupid, unlearned. And they're now in a field that is way, way, way past them. And they will try to prove that this is some sort of biology. And then they'll define it that this is a biology they've never seen before. This game has been going on for over 60 years, I got to tell you. It's been one pile of bullshit for the last... And this, and this also explains why in the last 90 years we have not seen one cure. Not one. At all. Because mankind has been subjected to experimentation for over 90 years. Since the First World War and beyond. When the, when the previous... Uh, reset was running before they destroyed it it was the same thing going on even in that reset and the one before it and the one before it and the one before it this has been an ongoing experiment on this planet for as long as we have existed on this shithole and that's what this is this is a shithole when we look around us and we start thinking just, just a little bit. For those of us who are biblically orientated. Okay, that's a good way of putting it. Biblically orientated. We're always talking about an afterlife. An afterlife which is far better. How Jesus went and prepared a place for us. And how there's this heavenly place. And this uh, mansion in the sky. And all this crap. I shouldn't say crap. All these things. And... We get down here on this plane of existence and what, we, what do we get? We get a complete inversion. 
Everything is inverted. We're afraid to die. We're afraid to go home. We're, we're pursuing life. We're chasing a dream. And that's all it really is, is a dream. You know, when I talk to a lot of people in, in the uh, age group that I'm in, you know, those of us who have survived this long, and we look back over the time, and we see how effing stupid we were too, and how it took so much, it took time for us to get to a point of awareness and awakeness, real awakeness, to see what's really going on and to see what actually has tr transpired over the 60 or plus years that most of us in that group have seen. We have never seen this level of stupidity ever till now. We have never seen this level of immorality and uh, decadence that we're seeing now. People are taking their five-year-olds to a stag show. Are you kidding me? You know, the, the gender-bender education that they're getting today, that was unheard of. Back then, if somebody had mentioned that back then, they would have hung them by their credentials. Today, it just flies. Just flies. Today, kids are being, you know, marketed like cattle so they can get adrenochrome out of them. It was going on then, too. We just didn't know about it. I don't think it was going on to the extent it's going on today, but today, but back then, if that, if somebody had caught somebody doing that back then, it, it, it would have sucked to have been that person or persons. Even, even uh, you know, uh, the concept that a pedophile can now demand equal rights as a, as, a, as a gender, that was unheard of back then. You didn't say you were a pedophile. You wouldn't even mention it. If you went outside and said, oh, yeah, I'm going to look for a five-year-old to have sex with, somebody would have shot you. It just would have happened. Lead would have been flying from somewhere, you know. Everybody would have been running and ducking into whatever, but somebody would have got some lead in their diet. Today, look at it. Look at it. This is, this is such a depraved system we're in today. And, we're, and we're, we've been brainwashed and we've been mind-effed to continue living in this life Accepting crap without question. A lot of people are now questioning, and we don't really think. We don't really. Th I, again, I got to speak on my behalf on that too. I haven't for the longest time been trained to, you know, go and and uh, be successful in this matrix. But the inverted, bizarre thing about that: the more successful you are in this matrix, and the deeper you get into this matrix, the harder it is to get out of it. Because it becomes an entwining snare. So you're caught in a spider's web that is almost virtually impossible to break. So if you're having setbacks and things are not going according to your plan, it might be because, like I said, you might be being redirected to go a different direction because the deeper you go into that plan, the harder it is to get out and you may not be able to get out. And we don't think in terms of this place is such an effing shithole then maybe we should start looking at going to the other side, going home, leaving this place behind. This place is going to be nothing left. 
By the time the WEF, the WHO, the FDA, the CDC, the health ministries of the planet get done with destroying this planet, this planet will be unfit for a cockroach to live in. It'll be that damaged. Now, the, the biblical reference there of Jesus, when Jesus says when he comes back, will he find faith on earth? Will he find anything left on earth? That's the question. So I, I keep thinking perhaps maybe we should start thinking in terms of going home. Not saying to commit suicide or anything like that. I'm just saying we may need to start you know, waking up that you know this place was only a temporary boat anyway. It's a place we were going to camp out until we died. And then go to our real home. So just a thought. I'm putting, I'm presenting this in this way to get everybody to start thinking. When we look around, even if we were to break away and form our own communities and our own setup and our own system, I was talking to Shy about something, and once he gets it going I'll, and he lets me know more about it, I will talk about it on the show. But if this works, even if we have that, we set up isolated communities to separate ourselves from this crap so we don't get caught up in God's wrath when he releases it on this shit. Because that's what's, that's what's going to happen. The Bible says if you're, caught, if you're still here and you haven't left, but when God empties out his wrath, you're going to feel it as well. If you stick around, you're going to feel it. That's what he said. I'm paraphrasing it. But that's what he said. So maybe, like I said, we need to start reevaluating our... Because the way it's going, the next... Okay, they're talking about in Canada... They're going to do away with the arrive can. They're going to do away with the mandates. They're going to do away with all this bullshit. The reason why they're going to do away with it all is because the court case is coming. And they want to make sure they eliminated this before the court case comes. So that they could then they could throw it out of court. So what they're going to be doing every time they want to instate some sort of fascist rule. They'll put it into people. You'll take it to court. And by the time it gets to the court, they'll have removed it. And now I'm going to point something out here to everybody in Canada. We didn't win an effing thing here. Not one thing. Okay, I'm going to tell you the bullshit here. The, the front line here is, Oh, this is good news. We don't have to have a ride can. That's going to be just you know, by choice. and We're going to remove all the mandates. Yay! Woohoo! But they're going to take the money and digitize the money. So you're still going to have to have a, some sort of electronic surveillance on you in order to get your cash out of the bank. So wherever you go, they're still going to surveil you. The reason why the arrive can is not going to be mandatory anymore is because the new and improved electronic uh, currency coming up is going to require that kind of technology anyway. You're still going to be dealing with bullshit. The best thing everybody could do is take their money out of the bank and let them drop. <laughs> Then they'll, they'll be begging you to put the money back in. And you better, if you're going to pull money out, you better start pulling out good chunks of it because eventually they're going to start regulating the amount of cash you're going to be able to pull out of a bank. You know, no more than maybe 500 bucks a week. So again, start thinking. If they start controlling your, your, your cash flow, then keep your cash at home. This way you'll always have it. If you need it for an emergency, you're not going to be restricted by the bank to what you can take out. And it's your money. 
like I said, we aren't winning here. We're getting deeper into the rabbit hole. That's all we're doing. This has been nothing but a front, a camouflage, a sabotage. They, this is not going to get better on any level. This is, and you know what? We haven't stopped nothing in Canada either. Anybody who says that we won any battle, we haven't won any battle. Everything is still going on. All they've done is they, when they, when they stopped one thing, is because they had something else already in place to replace whatever they were doing. So they, they're giving us the impression that we're winning something. We're not winning. We're not winning. And as long as we stay part of Confederation. We're going to be sucked into the WEF. And, and Pierre Paul Revere, you know effing well he's a WEF candidate. And you see that they're grooming him to become the next Prime Minister. God help us. We're not going to see much difference between him and Trudeau. He will take his orders from the WEF and he'll do what they tell him to do. And his first thing he wants to do, he wants to, to take away our regulations so that Canadian businesses can compete in Canada with other foreign, other foreign companies. Now he's going to allow these foreign companies to take over those businesses. We're not going to recognize Canada. The way it's going, it's pretty much, you know, one, two, ten nails already in the coffin. You know, that, that's where we're, <clears throat> excuse me, that's where we're really at. Um, and again, if anyone's saying whatever they're saying on it, I mean, I don't see how we're winning anything, to be honest with you. Okay, I'm going to play something that was from 1995. What a time to be alive. And again, they're talking to us about stuff that was coming. Hold on one second. Give me a second here. Here we go. In an old video from 1995, a theology professor named Pierre Gilbert warned of mandatory vaccines that would turn recipients into zombies. He speaks in French, so I will translate. In the biological destruction, there are the organized tempests on the magnetic fields. What will follow is the contamination of the bloodstreams of mankind, creating intentional infections. This would be enforced via laws that will make vaccination mandatory, and these vaccines will make possible to control people. The vaccines will have liquid crystals that will become hosted in the brain cells, which will become micro-receivers of electromagnetic fields, where waves of very low frequencies will be sent. And through these low frequency waves, people will be unable to think. You'll be turned into a zombie. Don't think of this as a hypothesis. This has been done. Think of Rwanda. There isn't much information I could find about Pierre Gilbert, but what he said 26 years ago certainly rings true today. In 2016, The Guardian published Genetically Engineered Magnetoprotein Remotely Controls Brain and Behavior. Here we can see zebrafish larvae that have been injected with magneto being manipulated with magnetic fields. In March of 2020, Defense One published an article on how hydrogel biosensors are ready to be injected into people's bodies. 
funded by DARPA and Bill Gates. If you search magnetic nanoparticles, you will find several articles and videos explaining the so-called benefits of this invasive technology that can control parts of the human body via external frequencies. Livestock needs to be branded and tracked. And the enslavement of humanity is voluntary. Which is why the so-called vaccines are voluntary. And sadly, there seems to be millions of people eagerly lining up to be state property. <laughs> Talk about that today. That was 1995. So you can see how far back this has been planned and how far back nanotechnology was already being utilized by the military, the industrial complex, the uh, medical, Bill Gates and his group. There has been a war on mankind for a long time. And insert, uh, this is why I don't get caught up on that whole graphene thing. Like I said, I've got research dating back 13 years. I got, I got enough to start a th make a three-inch book. And these, like I said, these doctors have absolutely no idea what they're looking at. And graphene is not magnetic. If anybody took the time and did the research on what a diamagnetic is, they'll see that graphene is a diamagnetic. In order for graphene to be able to attract a magnetic field, you'd have to bind it with cobalt, nickel, aluminum, or iron. And even then, the, if you bound it, the magnetic field would be dispersed through the graphene out the door. So like I said, there's a lot going on, and they have absolutely no idea really what's going on, how this stuff really works, what, it can, be, what can be done. And a lot of you, you know, write me emails showing me, you know, you got this, you got that. So a lot of you still think you got Lyme. I'm going to tell you straight out, right off the bat, even if you get a test, and the test is showing that you have a positive Lyme test, disregard it. That's just bullshit. Most people that have had Lyme that have seen me, and I've got them either in the bucket, the triangle, the Van de Graaff, or the um, spike have seen things come out of their bodies that they just they're in shock and these are all fullerenes assembled fullerenes or assembling fullerenes most of the stuff that we're dealing with today is uh, is due to epigenetics from synthetic biology again you will never never hear that um, in the medical not for at least another 10 or 15 years and by that time a lot of you will either be dead or you'll have grown senile because of the nano in the brain giving you Alzheimer's dementia and Parkinson's that's what's causing the, the brain to malfunction all the epigenetics from the atmosphere that we've been exposed to in all our lives working in factories breathing in solvents breathing in metals breathing in chemicals that stuff didn't go away. It got lodged into the brain. After a while, a certain amount of accumulation caused the brain to go cuckoo. So there needs to be some heavy-duty detoxification of the brain. You know. The, um, 
we're no we're like I said we're no longer in some kind of Kansas we're not back in Kansas anymore we are now at the doorsteps of the altar of Baal the altar of Moloch the earth is being sacrificed to demonic entities imagine that okay I was talking earlier that I'd done an interview with uh, uh, Ahava there or Shai and we did an interview on um, his show so anyway check out the link we were talking about peroxide I don't know how long this thing is give me a second here um, let's see here it's been a while that the Okay, it's 24 minutes. Let's see what we got here. Oop, wrong one. Give me a second. Yeah, no, I won't play it. I uh, anyway, it's listed up there. We did, we got into a discussion about peroxide, so I gave them him my insight on it and how to use it properly, and what to take to neutralize some of the pro-oxidant activities that can happen. Some people can take. You got to remember what causes gray hair is peroxyls or peroxide which are the free radicals of, 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 uh, of peroxide. So these peroxyls, if, you t if you're not held in check <coughs> by taking C and copper, it will have a graying effect on your hair. Now he had a guy comment saying that he never had that effect. This is why if he was using 35%, he would have. You know, if he, if he wasn't using, if, he's, if he was using whatever he was using, you know, might have been 1%, you know. And then again, you wouldn't get very much out of it. But anyway, it's an interesting thing, and also uh, Shai put up a bunch of literature I sent him, different books, he's got a link off my page, how to actually apply it, and utilize it, and different things, so um, we had a pretty good talk, and we had a pretty good talk after the show in regarding to what we're seeing, and he was sharing some information with me, so now I'm just waiting to see how he develops, what he's going to develop, and as he lets me know what's going on, I will share that with you as well. When you get a chance, check out his site. You know, don't be shy. Um, we, um, we we talk very candidly on this show too. Um, so again, uh, tune in. The um, I was listening to a minister. I was telling this earlier, and this minister, he um, he intrigued me. When he started talking about Genesis and connecting it to DNA and chromosomes, and it was really his, his um, presentation on it was very unique. I got to say, I was really impressed. I was actually impressed that the minister saw this. And I guess he's the next Pentecostal guy because he was talking about some stuff there, and he's... he. Um, was mentioning some of the false doctrines that are being taught. And you know what? I don't care where I don't care where you're in. If you're a charismatic Catholic, if you're a Catholic, Protestant, born again, Baptist, Pentecostal, Jehovah, whatever you are, non-denominational, don't be surprised that some of the stuff that you've been taught isn't even accurate. You know, anybody can show you how to take the Bible and manipulate it. You know, every cult, sect, and religion knows how to do that. But you better start paying attention to what you're really reading. He did a pretty good job, like I said, in the way he presented it. I thought he'd done a wonderful job. Because I've, I'm seeing, I saw a similar thing in, in um, Genesis as well. 
I just didn't express it the way he did it. I'm looking at it from an AI perspective and from uh, genetics. And he, anyway, when you read it, you're going to find him extremely fascinating. I did anyway. Um, even if you're not biblically orientated, you may find what he was saying of great intrigue in regarding to Genesis. Even the devil, in his talk with Eve, uh, was referencing the chromosomes. I found very fascinating. Anyway, he mentioned about a triple helix. And when I got a document up here on that, and I thought, well, it's pretty good. And again, they're, like I said, they're using... Let me read a little something here. Um... PNA, which is basically protein or peptide nucleic acids, unique properties potentially give it several advantages over anti-sense DNAs and RNAs, including more versatility in binding to DNA as well as RNA, stronger binding to its target, and greater chemical stability in the enzyme-laden uh, cellular environment. Many studies have demonstrated PNA's uh, suitability for modifying gene expression. Mostly in molecular test tube experiments and cell culture. Now this is a little this is a little dated thing here. So this is they're actually able to do this today. Studies in animals have begun and has researched as ways to transform PNA into drugs that can readily enter person's cells from the bloodstream. Does this sound familiar? Does this sound familiar? Uh, let me see here. Let me, I'm trying to find a little bit more here. Give me a second. Um, <coughs> um, artificial life. Let's see here. Yeah, people that are developing artificial life are using PNA. By bridging the realm of nucleic acids and proteins, PNA might be able to serve both as a store information like DNA and as the catalytic machinery of an artificial cell. Like many protein-based enzymes in natural cells, is the potential dual ability along with PNA's other properties that has attracted the interest of scientists seeking to create artificial life. In many respects, however, RNA is ahead of PNA in this game. Natural and synthesized examples of catalyst RNA abound. Catalytic PNA molecules in contrast remain to be discovered, yet just like proteins of RNA, RNA PNA um, Oligomer, oligomer, oligomers do fold up into kinds of shapes, so-called secondary and tertiary structures that are the key to performing catalysts. That is your origami that they're talking about. And the fact that the PNA can actually function like an RNA. Um, the, um, let me read this. The most advanced approaches in creating life from the bottom up by assembling collections of molecules seek to identify self-replicating RNA molecules that catalyze their own synthesis. In principle, the RNA molecules in these schemes could be substituted with PNA or very similar synthetic molecule. Autocatalytic replication systems using short oligonucleotides have been discovered and as have self-replicating short peptides, self-replicating short peptides. 
Thus, it should be possible to develop an, um, analogous self-replicating PNA systems. A self-replicating system based on PNA would have the advantage of chemically robust peptide bonds along with the versatility and specific, uh, specificity uh, base sequence recognition. This is what everyone should be afraid of. When you're talking XNA, xenonucleic acids, XNA can bind to your DNA and replicate your DNA to a, to a T. Your body wouldn't reject it and it can bring with it any kind of programming. With peptide nucleic acids, again, all, all that's required is for, to, for it to integrate or interface is when the DNA opens up, it can enter through the, uh, through the um, slit that it pr pr produces, bind with that DNA, and then pr alter its operating system, just like XNA can. You got tRNA, you got sLRNA, gRNA. There's a lot of arubonucleic uh, acids that can program your DNA or RNA. Injections should be really considered in the future. Do you want a genetic material put inside your body that can alter your alter everything about you? Even Carl uh, Klaus Schwab said the same things. Nothing changes, but you do. So again, these are things that we need to start bringing ourselves up to speed. We're no longer dealing with normal biology. Most illnesses today are a direct result of synthetic biology, which the doctors of today's time still don't have a clue. Keep that in mind the next time the doctor offers you a flu shot. What is he putting in your arm? What are they actually putting into those injections? Are these other types of bioweapons? These are questions you need to ask. These are questions you need to ask yourself and these are questions you need to realize that you're not going to get the truth from the medical field. Not on any of this. Something to think about. Yet they didn't have any ethical moral, spiritual uh, value in regarding to telling people the truth about these injections were experimental and didn't give anybody any choice, destroyed their economies, destroyed the jobs, destroying the banks, the banking system. This has all been done in a stack of dominoes. First they broke you, they gave you a little money to get you by, they took away your job, and now you're... Then they force you to wear a, a, a uh, bib around your face. Now you got people wearing it because, and for no reason. Mandates are gone, they're still putting them on. That tells you the brain is shot. The value, they have absolutely no capacity to interpret or analyze anything of any fact. All they're doing is primarily reacting to fear. That's it. Don't react to fear. Arm yourselves with facts. Arm yourself with knowledge. Arm yourself with wisdom. This way, when something comes your way, you can start asking the correct questions you need to ask so you can avoid being 
targeted with a new bioweapon. Something to consider. All right, I'm going to wind it down. I think um, I think we got we're at the time. Anyway, I always say at the end of these shows, read the Gospels. Really read the Gospels. Read what Jesus had to say. Pay attention to you know to what was going on at the time at the day, what he was expressing, what he was showing, and how he basically is the linchpin to get us out of this shithole. That's simplest way of putting it. I always tell everybody to read the book of Acts and the uh, book of the um, letters to the church, how there was an evolution going on in the faith. Read the book of Revelations because that is the playbook. That is the playbook. So again, don't just, you know, I, yesterday it was another one of those days where I was watching prophecies. I had people, you know, I was watching the Hopi prophecies. I was looking at some of the biblical ones, how they co- some of them correlated. And, you know, uh, again, I don't always go by prophecies either because prophecies can be interpreted. You can think it's one thing and it's something else altogether. But I was amused, not amused, I was, uh, I was intrigued by what every, uh, the Hopi were even saying in regarding to what's coming down the pipe. So, again, when all these different faiths of the world are starting to talk the same talk or along the same lines, maybe it's time to pay attention. Maybe it's time to start reading what I'm telling you to read. Might be a good idea. Might be. The top of the page, I'm always talking about people up there trying to help you and finding solutions. So I encourage you all to uh, support anybody and everybody up there that you can. Uh, You know, if you can't do it because you're broke, because they destroyed your livelihood, we all understand that. So I would just say, you know what? Get your house in order, get things, get get back on your feet. Take care of your families. Take care of your responsibilities. When you get going, if you can do it then, that's great. In the meantime, share the message. Share the message with everybody you can. Have a look at the links. The links are very key here in demonstrating some of the things I'm talking about, which will give people a better idea of what we're actually dealing with. So again, I would encourage everybody to, again, share those links. Look at them yourself. Define better. I've got that on uh, a concert from London, and I also got the original. The original actually has the words, so uh, they're both very well done. So again, I encourage you to listen to them as well. All righty, I think we got it all. I always say at the end of these shows, we are still here by the grace of God. So until the next segment, to your health, take care.